0: Hello everyone, I want to do an actual episode on here. I um, did the informational episode maybe an hour or so ago, and I do those every so often. But today, you're also getting a regular episode. Welcome to Transcending Mental Illness. I'm Carol A. I share anecdotal experience and... um, The thing I wanna talk about, experience with mental illness as a client, as a patient, as a mental health consumer, former or current. And right now it's former. I'm not using any mental health services right now, but I'm doing a lot of research on my condition and on on, on human behavior on the web. And I wanna thank Reddit for today's uh, topic. I looked it up and I wanna thank Reddit. And I'm not gonna be uh, dropping the names. But I'm going to sort of uh, skim over it. I'm going to kind of read it out loud, but not, not read it word for word, because I don't want anybody to recognize their own posts. I don't want anybody to, to think I'm uh, flaunting someone else's uh, stuff. But I find it very helpful right now. Um, lots of times when I'm looking up topics for my mental wellness process and for podcast topics, I do research. And often I I get peer threads like Reddit and um, Quora and other stuff like that. And I promise I will not um, show it off or flaunt it too much, unless it's my own material. I'm also a member of Quora and Reddit, but um, I looked up some stuff and got some peer um, peer P E E R got some peer uh, experience. And what I want to talk about is what I've coined, what I've, a phrase that I made up called empathy, laughter. And you may or may not understand what I'm talking about. Um, Experts might call it nervous laughter. Some people might call it inappropriate laughter, like maybe along the lines of laughing at funerals. Maybe the funeral doesn't seem real. Maybe the grief still doesn't seem real. Maybe things seem ludicrous. I remember when I was at a, uh, grief group, when I was still utilizing day treatment, I went to a grief group after my aunt passed away. And, um, I remember I was, I got a chance to share in the group and I started talking about my experience with my, uh, my loss and I got laughter in the group. Now the therapist wasn't laughing, but the group was laughing. People in the group were laughing, and I thought they were making fun of me. I thought they were being very inconsiderate, and um, I got angry. I became angry, and I said, "What's so funny?" You know, I'm I'm trying to open up and share about what's going on with me right now in my loss experience, my grief experience. You know, I just kind of shared it like that, and I didn't even really get that far. Um, the therapist stopped me and said, "Jean Carroll, we all cope with it the way we need to. And I said, well, why can't I talk and not get this laughter? It just feels so inconsiderate. And I didn't get validated very much that day. But today I, I realize I can validate what they were experiencing. Um, it's maybe nervous laughter. Maybe it's uh, coping laughter. And um, I want to read something that, that's on Reddit. And I want to um, also share some more experiences I've had with uh, what I'm calling empathy laughter. Um, empathy can be an experience that's very hard to cope with. When you're watching someone else in pain, um, it can make us uncomfortable. You know, I don't think, I don't think most of us mean to, uh, laugh at other people, but sometimes the energy comes out that way. And, uh, that's how our, our brains are processing the information. So, um, first I'm going to read this experience on, on Reddit. Um, and they, they caption this, uh, this, uh, post. Um, I'm going to, uh, kind of change the words just a little bit so that I'm not reading it word for word and I'm not, um, again, acting like I'm, you know, posting someone else's, uh, content. Also, what I would like us all to understand is when we post things on the internet, especially when it appears on the search engines, it's not really ours anymore. It's the internet's and it is there for people to, um, to look at and maybe even discuss, but I will do my best to be respectful. I will do my best to make it as vague as possible and still get my point across. You guys. All right. People who laugh at other people's problems, um, such as accidents or, uh, misfortunes are, uh, unfeeling, you know, basically they were, they were even using another, uh, psychological term they were talking about psychopathy and they go on to say please I hope I'm wrong laughing at someone who just fell down or got something splashed on them or spilled is the most cruel and vicious thing you can do and I felt that way in the grief group ladies and gentlemen I felt like they were so inconsiderate because I was just beside myself um I was going through what what I later what I later knew as and what I what I looked up again researched on the web again as complicated loss. I was grieving the loss of an abuser. I was grieving the loss of a person that I was trauma bonded with and that's an even harder thing to grieve than regular or should I call it conventional grief when you just um, go through the loss of a loved one. you know you like for example, uh, if my roommate dies, I'm going to go through genuine, genuine sadness, genuine profound loss, probably. I'm probably going to go through the conventional uh, stages of grief. And um, I was going through something really um, confusing when my aunt passed away. And I was trying to start talking about it in the grief group. And when the, the people laughed about it in group, I was just so offended. So this person here on Reddit is obviously very offended and is expressing very colorful, uh, very colorful, even ragey, maybe even toxic. I'm even calling it toxic, but they're expressing themselves. Um, they're saying that it's a cruel and vicious thing. And they basically deserve to have the same thing done to them. You know, they're saying you're, you're, you're inflicting more pain, more insult to injury. You're, um, you know, you're, they're going through enough pain right now getting something uh, spilled on them or getting something or falling down or whatever they're they're going through that and the person even swore and said the f-word they're saying that the person is injured you know and and fuck you know fuck that you know fuck that and what is so fucking goddamn funny you know and they were angry and today I honestly sympathize with that anger, I mean, goodness gracious. I'll share an experience I had when I was 12, you guys. I'll stop right now and share an experience. I was at a junior high school dance. I was at a Halloween party and I was dancing. And uh, some unknown, unnamed, I still don't know who did it, bully, decided to sprinkle, decided to uh, squirt ketchup. I was wearing a white pants suit and I was dancing. And they sprayed ketchup right on my, right on the seat of my pants and my pants suit. And um, the uh, school counselor was chaperoning the dance. And she took me by the arm while I was dancing and said, "Uh, Carol, you need to come with me. And at first I thought I was being punished for uh, dancing, you know, because that's the way my my brain worked at the time. I was having fun, having a good time. And um, I thought I was in trouble for something and uh, she took me to the ladies room and she said look you know you got ketchup all over your uh, pants suit and um and i looked and i'm like i just busted into tears you know i was only 12 then i was in the 7th grade and i um i'm like oh my gosh and to make a long story short i could not get it out um the counselor gave me a change of clothes from the uh, lost and found in the school and um, I, I did go back to the dance, but I could not wear my nice pants suit anymore. I had, I spent the rest of that afternoon uh, sitting on the sidelines, and they were all laughing at me. And I thought, too, like that per- this person on Reddit, I thought that was the cruelest, most horrible thing, and it was really traumatic. And uh, the interesting thing was, I didn't wish that on the bully. I didn't wish that back on the bully. But I was wondering if I was ever gonna be able to have a good time again at a dance, you guys. I felt like the energy had to go somewhere. and um, I didn't want to make fun of anybody who had that done to them, but um, a little while a little while later, I started laughing hysterically. I like, my, my God, you know, someone's dancing and they get they get uh, ketchup on their butt, you know. And, um, I found out later on that's, that's like, that's nervous laughter. So, um, I don't know. There's bully, maybe there's bully laughter. I've even heard that bullies can be traumatized and that's why they, they bully. And again, that's no excuse for the bullying, but, um, maybe that's their way of dealing with, uh, injury. God knows what happened to them. And they feel like they have to pass on that pain to someone else. And laugh at them. I don't know. But um, this is pretty dangerous territory we're, we're, we're going to, you guys. Um, it's not okay to do that. Um, so this person is saying, prove me wrong, please. Are they, are they cy- psychopathic? I think in some cases, maybe someone is a psychopath. Um, that's in the psychiatrist department. Um, this person goes on to say, please tell me that I'm wrong. They're inflicting psychological pain on this person. They're enjoying someone going through pain. If you do that, you're a sadistic piece of SHIT who deserves the same thing to happen and not help at all. I mean, it, that's basically what they were saying on, on Reddit. And they were warning us, if you do laugh at me, getting hurt I hope you get hurt too you deserve it and the thread is archived I'm not sure why they archived it maybe it was too hot a topic I don't know and then some deleted account goes uh we should ban this uh and um I guess I know that there is slapstick they mentioned slapstick and then this other person goes uh Wow, who who did this? Who did this to you? You know, again, uh, kind of identifying with what what I what I said a moment ago. What in the hell happened to uh, the bully? What in the hell happened to the the victim? You know what what happened here? Um, it sounds like this person's really being hard on everyone about uh, nervous laughter because. Sometimes it just comes out. You know, I think most of us don't mean to be like that, but it just comes out. So this person goes, uh, who hurt you? Laughing at misery is a coping method, but that isn't why it's funny. Again, I was talking about, on another episode, you guys, I was talking about why we fall in love with violent people. And I don't believe it's the violence, the violence that I, that I fell in love with. As I mentioned in the uh, episode, again, I had to put a disclaimer to keep us all safe. You know, this is a hot topic again. I don't think it was violence I was in love with, with that, that boyfriend I was talking about, having a boyfriend. Um, I'm eating, drinking my coffee here. Um, it, it wasn't okay for my, my boyfriend to, uh, hurt my best friend. And it wasn't okay for that, that TV character to hurt hurt the other, hurt the other person, the other TV character. I mean, it just, but I thought I was attracted to that trait back in 2009. I thought I was attracted to that trait. Um, but I realized now it was, it was passion. I was attracted to this. This character was very passionate and my boyfriend was very passionate and he was very passionately jealous of, uh, of my best friend. When I, when I hung out with my best friend, you know, understandably, my best friend was a, my best friend was my mentor at, you know, he's my best friend now, but he was my, uh, best friend then. And, um, when I hung out with, when I hung out with him, uh, David got very jealous and there was a violent incident where he broke, he broke on his arm. And, uh, it just, you know, and I, I was still attracted and I was still with David because I thought I still loved him for being jealous, but it wasn't breaking Annie's arm that I loved. I did not love him for that. I loved him for, uh, caring about me. So, you know, wanting me so much. I wanted the passion. I was attracted to that. So this person on Quora is saying, "This person ought to be this this person that, that she they were mentioning on Quora, uh, not on Quora. I mean on Reddit. Sorry, I get Quora and Reddit mixed up. They're both they're both red on the internet. They're both red symbols. Um, it's not. It's not why it's funny, and in my case, it's not why. I felt romantic. It, it's passion. It's nervousness. Watching a friend slip and fall is funny, because it's just an har- a harmless, accidental goof. Well, maybe it depends on the slip and fall, too. I mean, if you slip and fall and have a serious injury, like you break your back or you break your neck or something, then it's not really funny. It might be something to look back on and laugh if you survive. You know, because I remember, you know, another incident, you guys, when I fell off my bike, I was about 30 something years old and I was on my way over to a, uh, a group and I was riding my bike and it wasn't because it was dark. It wasn't because I got hit by a car. It wasn't because I, um, I couldn't see where I was going. I knew what I was going, what I was doing. I was driving just fine, riding my bike just fine. My wheel locked there was a malfunction on my bike that I didn't know about and my, uh, bicycle repairman, I took it in to have it looked at at one point because it was acting a little off. We didn't know what was wrong with my bike and my wheel locked and I fell over the, I fell over the handlebars and fractured my jawbone, you guys. And that was not funny. There was nothing funny about that. Uh, 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 and I had to go to the emergency room. I had to call nine one one and go to the emergency room and, um, had myself stitched up, had 15 stitches, uh, almost had to have my jaw wired shut. Thank God I didn't. It wasn't that bad, a break. But they thought it might be a hairline fracture. They weren't sure about it. So they told me to uh, go on a liquid diet for six weeks. You know, typical broken bone treatment, six weeks of immobility. And that was not funny. That sucked. But let me tell you something. I was chairing a 12-step meeting two days later because I was finally well enough to get up and move on painkillers. And um, I went I went and chaired a meeting, and I had to take a five-minute break um, outside because I suddenly had a, laugh, a laughter attack. And it was because I was picturing myself, what I m- must have looked like when I fell off my bike. And I was reacting to it nervously because it was so traumatic. You know, I can't think about it too much right now, either right now, because I'm afraid I'll re-traumatize myself, but if somebody took a video for AFV, America's Funniest Videos, or something, or uh, World's Funniest People, or whatever, whatever, the, you know, those TV programs we all used to watch, and we still watch on YouTube now, uh, fails, fall fails, and things like that, they're not funny, technically, but watching, if, if someone were to take a video and watch me go splat on the on the concrete, and or if it was a dummy falling off the bike or a stunt man falling off a bike and knowing exactly how to fall so they don't hurt themselves, and they go splat, that's that's the funny part. That's the it's the goof part. It's the the uh, harmless goof part. Maybe they're talking about here on. So this person on Reddit goes on to say, he didn't mean to do something and it's so funny he did it, or he meant to do something and failed, so it's funny. It's like he meant to. He meant to walk by dignified in a suit and tie or whatnot, and then he trips and falls on a banana peel. It's one of those things. Now, if my friend fell and was injured, obviously it isn't funny. But he's fine. But if he's fine, it is funny. It's like uh, I'll, I'll tell you another incident. Um, my my girlfriend that I used to know in high school. Now this is my story again, Carol's story again. I had a girlfriend in high school who uh, we hung out together because we had no other place to hang out at school. And she used to invite me to church youth group, her church group. And we were running around and goofing off in the church building, and it was dark, and she slipped on a wooden floor. I think she actually slipped. We We were just running around in our sock feet, I guess. I'm not sure how we ended up having our shoes off. Maybe we were just getting comfortable and chilling in church, waiting for the... leader to come back from an errand and we were goofing off in the hallway and we were we were running and chasing each other we were you know a couple of teenagers we were both like 15 we were running around fooling around in church group and um she slipped and fell literally classic slip and fall and um i kept asking her if she was okay and I was suppressing the laughter. I was, I was honestly trying to suppress the laughter because I, I really cared. I'm like, I'm like, are you okay, uh, Anne? You know, I'm making up her name. Are you okay, Anna? Are you all right? And she couldn't speak. And I thought she was really seriously hurt. I thought maybe she might have broken her neck because she was lying flat on her back. And um, I, kept, I kept saying, Anna, Anna, are you okay? I, I knew she was conscious. She was winking her eyes and blinking at me. She was, you know, she was moving, she was responding. and, and, and she goes, "Carol, I, I think I, I sprained my ankle. and she was laughing. And I thought, okay, per- permission granted." So I, I bursted into laughter. I was relieved that she was okay. And I said, we better we better go to the uh, group leader. We better we better tell somebody you're, you know. And we were both laughing, but it was like per- unwritten permission granted. She was laughing she was giving me permission to laugh, and I was even saying, Cheryl, I'm sorry, I'm not, and she's like, that, that's okay, Carol, you know, we better, and I, I helped her to the side of the room, and, um, I went and looked for an adult, and, um, we got her some help, I, I guess we called her parents or something, and we got her some help, and she went to the emergency room, or hospital, or something, and got her, her ankle fixed up, and everything, and she, She showed up at school with a a splint on her foot, and I guess she was the talk of the class, because she had a big splint on her foot. And we were both all laughing about it, you know, just, but we were sympathetic, you know, we were just dealing with it the way teenagers deal with it, and humans deal with it, and everything was okay again. But I guess if I didn't feel anything, and she were just some stranger or whatnot, you know, I don't know. I might still be be sympathetic. It's one of those things. Now, I don't know why my my roommate doesn't like America's funniest videos. And I sympathize with that. I don't watch I don't watch them in front of him. And I get I, I, I don't always laugh at, at at some of them. You know, some of them really aren't funny, but others are. I mean, others look funny. It's like stuntman and dummy and, you know, my roommate even now. This is a little bit of adult content here. Um, adult content disclaimer. You can turn this off. Um, he told me one time. My roommate told me one time. If if I saw a, a dildo, a dildo bouncing around on the sidewalk. If if someone uh, threw a dildo on the on the sidewalk, I'd laugh my head off. If somebody um, pulled a Lorena Bobbitt and it was the real thing, and it and it was falling on the sidewalk and rolling. I, I'd freak out. I, I'd scream, and I'd freak out, and I'd run for my life. I'd wonder what the hell's going on, and I would call the police. So, uh, or even if I laughed, I would, I would call the police. It would be like nervous laughter. It would be like, oh my god, there's, oh, you know, and how am I going to feel about this later on? But right now, I'd better uh, report it to the cops. You know, this is a crime, something really bad, awful, happened. So, um, hot topic again, you guys. Be be safe. This person ends by saying, if no one is seriously hurt, what's the harm in laughing? I mean, how is this so damaging? I've never once fallen and not been able to laugh about it later on, unless I was actually hurt, or later on. And, um, you see, most of us don't mean to be like that. You know, I, people have told me in my life, one of your, part of your problem, Carol, is you, you, you don't laugh at trouble. You're just so negative. And then the other end of it is this. We have to respect other, what other people are going through. That's the life purpose module in my mental wellness process. I validated what, what Anna was going through. I asked her if she was all right, and I tried to, I, I tried to get her help get her to the hospital or whatever, call her parents. At the same time, we both were able to laugh, you know, at at trouble. So, um, I call it empathy laughter, and I think that's very different, maybe even the opposite of psychopathic laughter. That's something I'd like to study, too. Um, why do psychopaths laugh at, um... At pain, I should like to look that look that up. That that's interesting because I've got this instinctive instinctive response here that says that's not really laughter. That's that's just cruel, and uh, that's cruel and bad attitude there. That's that's really bad. That's bad dangerous uh, behavior. Okay, Wikipedia has a thing called paradoxical a- laughter, indicative of an unstable mood. Yeah. Okay, they're getting a little cerebral. Okay. People who laugh, okay. Okay, uh laughter, inappropriate laughter, um psychopaths have found it, have found have been found to enjoy laughing at others, which can be a strategy for hurting people. Mm hmm. Okay. Paradoxical laughter. Okay. Um, yeah. Pse- Pseudo bulber effect? That sounds like a brain thing or a psychiatric thing right there. Yeah. Why do I laugh? Yeah. Yeah. The hidden suffering of a psychopath? Psychiatric times. Yeah. Emotional laughter. Is laughing at something bad related to psychopathy? Now this is on Quora. And um, I see some answers on the search engine. And I keep seeing the answer being no. 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 Basically no. I can answer that in a word no no have a look around this is human nature yeah is laughing at something bad related to psychopathy yeah I all my life all through my childhood I've been told that I'm I'm a I'm a bad person um is laughing at something bad related to psychopathy I'm relieved to see all these no answers again I don't want to read it word for word somebody says no Um, bad is a, the word bad is a pretty loose term to begin with. How bad are we talking? Yeah. well, I'm making another 30 minute podcast episode here. Probably because it's so deep. You know, this is just a lot to talk about here. I usually typically make 5 to 15 minute episodes, but lately I've been making 30 minuters. What is with that, Carol? Okay, um, let me see. Okay, this person is sharing, okay, laughing at people with severe, okay, that climb trees and scream and try to put curses, not related, sometimes seeing something horrible, finding humor in it is a way of coping for some people. Again, they mentioned the coping thing. I find most of that stuff funny. Same goes for all my friends. It's pretty normal. On the other hand, okay, so they're talking about something else here. If you're laughing at stories of people being hurt or something, that probably isn't so normal. Yeah, most people would judge the shit out of you if you did that in front of them. It's not necessarily a sign of psychopathy, but it's a sign that something is probably wrong with you in some regard. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. It could be nervous laughter. This is a hot topic. It really is. okay and there's here's the other person who answered no. you'll need more evidence than just that to even consider. Um, well I think I, I agree there. I think I think that's up to a psychiatrist to judge technically. You know I don't as I shared in one of my other episodes we, we really have no right to diagnose each other but we have a right to our opinion. There are plenty of people who are not psychopaths who also enjoy or simply don't care about other struggles or pain. Well, okay. It's not hard, but it's just that physical feelings are different than mental feelings. I don't get anxious on a mental level. I'm perfectly calm and collected before and during after a car accident. I feel the physical symptoms where I should be anxious. Yeah. I can feel butterflies from adrenaline. Yeah. Okay, this is getting a little out there. Yeah. I guess I guess there's nervous laughter. Um, yeah. Basically, no. Psychopathy, as it's talked about, is different from a diagnosis of ASPD. Okay, I don't know what that is. Risk factors... Okay, yeah, some of this stuff is uh, a little little over, even over my head, a little out there. Um, Yeah, I don't think, yeah, some of it's relief, some of it's uh, nervousness, um, overwhelm you know, in, in, in my theory, um, a reaction to overwhelm could be shutting down or being hyper emotional. You're just, you're just overwhelmed or maybe something in your brain just, you know, you're, you're trying to basically trying to register things that happen. You're basically trying to register the data around you, you know, and, uh, it's pretty high, uh, it's pretty overwhelming information. When, uh, when you hear a loud, usually when someone falls, you know, it's a sharp noise like splat, you know, and you, and you do wonder, you, you wonder if they're hurt, uh, you have empathy, you know, you have a reaction. Um, I, again, like, like the, the dummy or the, uh, stuntman, the show versus the, um, something happening in real life. It's like your brain is trying to, your brain's trying to deal with it. So, um. I don't know. <sighs> maybe, maybe it just—it seems funny. It's one of those things. I I describe it as one of those things, but uh, in my experience, um, usually when I when I when I see someone fall or see something happen, um, usually I w- if I have a laughter like a spontaneous or a nervous laughter reaction, it's usually because I'm empathizing because it's something that happened to me. Another example, um, I was a very young child and I, I fell down an escalator and, um, that really freaked out my mother and it really freaked me out and traumatized me. And, uh, many, many years later, maybe almost a decade or so later, um, our dog fell down the stairs and I had a hysterical, uh, nervous laughter reaction to that to the point where, where I screamed and I had to scream in my pillow and I just, I was crying. And, um, maybe cause I was, uh, remembering subconsciously, uh, that escalator accident. Um, so, uh, it, it's, it's tricky, you know, what, why do we laugh? Um, I've heard another explanation. We, we laugh because, uh, these things aren't supposed to happen. As I said earlier, the intention, okay, you're, you're supposed to walk down a, walk down an aisle or walk down a street or walk, walk, you know, a certain way or do a certain thing. You know, you're, you're going over to the uh, water cooler to get a soda or whatever, and you trip, or you're going up on the stage to perform and you knock down the microphone. Yeah. Or you, uh, you know, you drop something, you know, you drop a drink or a baton, you know, and it's, it's funny, you know. Um, again, it depends on the pain. If you're not seriously hurt, or if it's something you you know can repair itself, like like being able to take my my friend to the hospital, send my friend to the hospital to get her ankle fixed. Yeah, that. Whew, thank God, you know. Maybe it's relief laughter. It's like a release of uh, tension. It's like, oh, thank God, you know. Oh, you know, we're you're okay. Are you okay? Oh, okay, you know. So um I thought it would be an interesting topic to talk about. Um I hope you're all safe. Um I'll try to put a be safe disclaimer on the show notes so that um if you want to hear this, you know, you're not compelled to do anything. Remember, you are responsible for your behavior and your attitude. And uh, as long as you have a positive attitude and behave in a positive way, You're in mental wellness in my definition, and so am I, okay? You're loved. Bless you.